and you have to on purpose dismiss it and just go into praise and worship and just tap into a realm and and you're trying to tap into third heaven and dismiss this nonsense that's trying to come into your cipher. It's 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 really something, but back on topic with the whole Christian dating thing and um brother whom forever you know, you get dressed, you go on, on a date, and like we said, we need to clarify. For me, dating means going on a lunch date yes, and or a dinner date, not what these millennials um, classify as dating. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, with, with set parameters and boundaries, because um, I, as a um, wise woman who has committed her life to one day at a time submitting to the will of God mm-hmm. have set parameters and boundaries. And I don't know. It, it was just like, oh, my. <laughs> you know, this, this gentleman is, you know, I mean, I'm I'm talking from experience. These people got um, churches and membership and all of that. Mm-hmm. And when they're not in the church, quote, unquote, or, in the pulpit, um, whole different ball game. So just so 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 just very very secular, you know. Um, whereas it took me aback. It had to. I'm gonna give you for instance. I'm gonna tell you something about happened to me last year. Went on a date with somebody. Went to a movie, and in the movie um, with this man, this man is a pastor. And in the movie, the girl says something inappropriate. I didn't know that this this line or this dialogue was getting ready to take place in this particular movie. Right. And this movie was about people who were running guns in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Like, cool. No problem. And they, they were doing it, you know, these two guys from America were doing it. And that's what the, that was basically the um, format of this particular movie. And in the movie, um, he's in a club, and the girl talks about giving him head. Mm-hmm. And then dude going to look at me. What? And I'm just on a date, real talk. He's going to oh. look at me and say, oh, I like that. I'm like, what? Oh, wow. I'm like, oh, my God, did he just say what I thought he said? So then the movie is over. We walk out of the movie. Mm-hmm. He's going to tell me, you know, um, I used to go to strip clubs, but I don't have to go to the strip club no more. I can just save my money and throw my, and throw my dollars at the television. So now this spirit want me to know mm-hmm. that evidently he looking at pornography right. in his in the privacy of his home, throwing dollar bills or whatever he's using that as a you know mm-hmm. and trying to throw off. And I was like, Really? Hmm. So of course I had to get my mind right. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, Let me tell you something. You are out of order. Right. That's right. I wouldn't care who you was talking to. But let me be real clear. Mm-hmm. I'm a woman of God, and I'm not trying to hear all that. That's right. And I don't appreciate you talking or even saying that to me. You know, and, you know, the Word of God says I don't have to take on other people's issues. You know, don't take on another man's sin. Right. I'm like, you know what? But. These spirits want to be seen and heard. Yes, indeed. Let me just interject something really quick. You see, right then and there, he didn't expect that because probably he was successful with that approach with others. Very subtle because they're seeing him as uh, this man of God who has his titles. And for him to say that and put that out there, there are some women who don't understand that God's power is not man, but it can flow through a righteous man or woman now, but in this case, a man. And they feel the only way they can get next to that power is by getting with the man. So whatever the man wants, even though they know in their mind it's sin, it's still the man of God and I can get closer to God. I I clarified that. That's why me as... Uh, ambassador of the kingdom and a minister of the gospel, I am a proponent of 
encouraging people in their personal relationship with Jesus Christ and also be not just a hearer of the word, but be ye a doer of the word. That's why it says my people perish for lack of knowledge. Because if you study the word, one thing, again, back on, the Lord says, if you love me, obey me. It's real simple. Right. You know, people make things real complicated. It doesn't have to be. And if you embrace the truth, that's why the word says, for you shall know the truth. Okay, cool. So what is the truth? Mm-hmm. The truth is, be not deceived. First Corinthians neither the fornicator, nor the adulterer, nor the drunkard, nor the infamous, and all of these other things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Right. So you don't want to come and then in the fullness of time, and you standing before a most holy God, the Holy One of Israel, and he say, get you from me, ye workers of iniquity. I never knew you. Mm-hmm. And these same people, now watch what I'm saying. These same people, let's say the pastor, the bishop, they're going to say, well, didn't I cast out demons in your name? Now, if you're casting out a demon, you evidently going to think you you and God are good. Right. This person, God is setting that individual free because that demon was cast out of that particular soul. Right? Mm-hmm. They're going to say, didn't I prophesy in your name? Like you said, God can use the man, but then you yourself, you get lost. What is that? To live your <laughs> whole life? doing something and you don't even make it and you still going to hell? Wow. Really? Then you, that's why God says, I'd rather you hot or cold. But then if you're lukewarm, I'll spew you out of my mouth. That's right. Which means a man, an unstable man is unstable in all his ways. You got to know in whom you have believed and you just got to walk it out. You know, the word says, pick up your course daily. Pick up your course daily. Clothe yourself in righteousness. Put on the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in you. Mm-hmm. Be not conform to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable in the perfect will of God. That's in the book of Romans. I'm like, okay, that means we have to renew what we thought to line up what God is saying. Mm-hmm. See, those 66 books of the Bible is a, a form, that's, that's the roadmap right there, boom. That's the, that's the instruction. That's the blueprint for life. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we have to take time to embrace it. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall remain. We're going to be judged by that same word. Real talk. Yeah. Okay, there's a way that seems right. I don't care what you used to do. I always say it's not about what I think. It's about what God says. Right. You know, me as an individual, I'm just one individual, you know, and I say, okay, I'm one individual soul who had met this man named Christ and transformed. And I tell people, I didn't fall in love with no church. You know, I fell in love with God. Yes. Church came afterwards because I'm not a, I wasn't churchy. I always thought church people were hypocrites, (laughs) you know, and they always thought they was better. I was like, all right, you do you, I'll do me, and we good. Right. Until I met Jesus Christ. You know, because um, when I used to be at the bar, I'd be at the bar. The elder was at the other side of the bar trying to holler at me. I mean, when I was, wow. uh, I mean, when I wasn't renewed and I did what I was big and bad enough to do before I got saved. I mean, I had a pastor at my house with a sip of vodka. I had more respect for Jesus than he did. And I, I was the unchurched. So I wasn't, you know, I didn't grow up. I came out of Catholicism. You know, and so this man came to my house, and I said, you got a church, you got a church right in Queens, Queens, New York, or Springfield Boulevard, where the blue ice used to be at, and you come back and say, you know, <laughs> you know I, I know. Said, right. <laughs> exactly. And I said, I didn't know anything about tithes and offering at the time. This was years ago. I said, them people give you their money? And that man said, yes. And mind you, I'm smoking cigarettes, blowing smoke all in his face. I said, okay, so these people give you their money. I was like, all right. And you got a church? And he said, yeah. And he came with a, um, he figured he'd come with some liquor to my house or whatever. I guess he was picking me up or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he had an agenda. And I was like, nah. And I, and at that time, I did whatever I felt like doing. Right. But I couldn't even, I didn't even like him. 
I didn't like him because I felt he was disrespecting. I always had, even though I might have not at the time been serving God, I always had respect for that name, Jesus Christ. I was just like, no, that's not right. Yeah. How you going to take them people money, but you at my house trying to get with me? Right. You know what I'm saying? So I really wasn't into the whole church thing until, you know, I got understanding in the fullness of a thing and knowing that God has an ecclesia. That means called out ones mm-hmm. who, who have committed their lives, people who have not bowed down the bell, the true redeemed, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, you know, true people who have a true experience with God. Right. And I tell people, once you have a true experience with God, your life will never, ever be the be same, the same mm-hmm. again. Okay, back on topic. So now you like believe in God for the man of God and, you know, um, that covenant partner, cause, because now as one of God, you want to be in covenant. You don't want to just be with just anybody. You don't want to be unequally yoked. And or and then these women that are so thirsty and they're going after these men. The man just got saved yesterday, and then you want to call him your husband tomorrow? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And that's not even one coming from. I'm really going to try my best to stay on topic. <laughs> but you can flow. It's not, it's not rigid. It's just we communicate that way, and people receive it that way. You know, it's it's multitasking, but you're hitting the brain from different sides and you're painting a picture with your words and you're flowing beautifully, I have to say. Okay. So this particular pastor, you know, he apologized to me and it took time for him to um, evidently process and we, you know, it's a circle. So, you know, you know, this is a small world. You're going to run into people. <laughs> And um, we happened to be at a birthday celebration for somebody. Um, and, um, you know, it was all good. But um, I believe that women of God have to know that we are mandated to set the standard. You set the standard for how people treat you. Yes. You know, and I encourage single women to know that Know who you are. Know how God sees you. He sees you as daughter of Zion, a wise virgin. And we know the story about the virgins and the oil of the anointing. That's, 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 that means the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Allowing God to have authority. And then, okay, everybody want to talk about hormones. Everybody want to talk about, okay. No, God says, I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind who stayed upon me. If you're focusing on God, he's going to keep it. He is a keeper. And I'm not saying, I've been walking this walk for many years. See, I, I tell folks, you know, yes, 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 yes. It's a miracle for me to be single because when I was in the world, of course, I was always with my man. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? That was like, okay, that's what I did. But, but, but Jesus. Okay, and yes, I'm, there's been times that I cried myself to sleep, like, Lord, you know when? But it's the blessings override all of that. You know, I've traveled to the United States, yes. major people and kingdom. I've seen the, the manifested glory of God, the Shekinah glory of God coming mm-hmm. through the womb, see people transformed. There's nothing better than to see a whole a person just be illuminated by God, to watch a person get set free, to be part of that process. Yes. For God to use you to give your story and that person get it. And watch them just transition themselves from one kingdom into another kingdom. Whole another topic for another day. But, um, <laughs> yeah, and so now having to know that, and I tell people, I know what it is to be celibate during my childbearing years. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't no old lady. I wasn't 70. All my 30s, all that turning 40, and you, oh, my God, now my biological clock is ticking. Right. All of that. Been there, done that. Been there, done that. You know, and that's what happened. Real talk, my own personal testimony. You know, those all through my 30s, celibate, and 
in church and doing my assignment, ministering the gospel. I'm a prophet, prophesying the gospel. Mm -hmm. I have a teaching anointing, teaching under leadership, submitted to leadership in Bible school, getting Bible instruction. Um, I did pro bono work with a Christian magazine, traveling, going to the Stellar Awards, all that. Um, doing interviews, interviewing all the people, quote unquote, you know how, so, you know, but doing all of that. Um, I'm a protege of a major, major woman of God back in the 90s, um, early morning prayer, you know, standing online at 3 o'clock in the morning, mm -hmm. you know, waiting to get in the church for the prayer, all that. Been there, done that. But when I turned 40, <laughs> oh my, <laughs> you know, so I know, I know, you know, because you're still a human, but God, but God. And it's a beautiful walk. And when I think about the things that I don't have to think about. I don't have to think about STDs. I don't have to think about right. emotional baggage. I don't have to think about ungodly soul ties. I'm not involved. Okay. So now now we we going to date the pastor that's older. He's going to come. I've had men that were older and told me, oh, God told me you my wife. Oh, God. I said, all right, here we go. I said, well, he told you, he ain't told me. <laughs> I figured if he told you, he'd have let me know, too. I said, well, but because of, you know, humility, we humble ourselves. <laughs> so, you know, the woman's side of me, so of course I'm going to go pray. Right. I'm going to okay, Holy Spirit, I need you to show me what's going on. And But, you know, this particular individual, he actually wasn't that, he was an apostle. And and it's funny, we have we gotta be, you know, wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove. Because this man, you know, he's the apostle and he's saying that the Lord said that you my wife. I and I like I shared with you yesterday, I'm not in a rush to put on a white dress. I can go to Macy's and go to Lord and Taylor's and get a white dress. I'm good. But so many people, people so many women, they're in a rush. And like I said, they'll they'll grab that toothless guy, no hating on toothless people, you know, snatch him up. He still has liquor on his breath. He's been sitting on the, on the park bench for so long. He's, yeah, waving goodbye to his fellow winos. I'm not hating on winos. They can get delivered too. And they, 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 they go buy the suit, give him a haircut, you know, buy him the socks, the shoes and everything. Yeah, the one I'll call it. Depending on the person's budget, he he can be the one thousand dollar husband or the two hundred dollar husband. The suit, the shoes, the clothes, um, a trip to the dentist. She'll even give him money that he can pull out and let him pay the tithes, right? To make him look good, she she slips him the money. Okay, I want you to put this in so it looks good. Oh, he is a man of God. See, just to fill that void, and then have to catch hell for so long after that because it ain't but a week before they go down to the just, justice of the peace. Trust me. Mm. And that's why I tell women, I say, be anxious for nothing, but with everything in prayer and supplication, make your request known unto God. Mm -hmm. Because we understand we serve a covenant-keeping God. God does not break covenant. Okay. Now, the closest thing to that is marriage. Mm -hmm. And those of us who have sat under good teaching know that the man now becomes the priest of your home. And you are, as a woman, God has mandated us to submit to our husbands if you're going to operate according to the word. Okay, now, if you are not in agreement with your husband, that's going to hinder your prayers. That's like a blockage in reference to your prayer life. Mm -hmm. So it will behoove you to be complete and whole in Christ, lacking no good thing, and having peace in your home than to marry the wrong husband. Mm. Or just marry out of emotion. Yeah. Or marry out of passion. This too shall pass. The word says, weeping may endure 
for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And we all know that the joy of the Lord is our strength. We get renewed mercy, new grace. It's all good. It's only but a moment. It don't last forever, ever. You're not going to feel that way forever, ever. No, 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 no. You'll just go on. And it's so many. You could go on and you're calling out. I tell people to pursue their passion. Go forth. Find out what your destiny is. What has God called you to do? Why did he call you forth in this particular time for this particular generation? What are you supposed to be doing for kingdom? I must need be about my father's business. It's important to know who you are, who you are, and what your purpose is. It's important to submit yourself to good leadership. It's important to have a lifestyle of devotion, of spending time early morning, the time of oblation, when the Holy Spirit wakes you up at that early morning hour. Yeah. And have time in your prayer closet, the intimacy time, yeah. talking in spiritual tongues and allowing the Holy Spirit to speak on your behalf, words of utterances, because that's edifying your spirit, man. Your flesh and your spirit war against each other. Hmm. And but the word of God said there's no good thing in your flesh. So when women say, Oh, I feel mm-mm, tell your flesh no. We have authority to tell us no. Mm-mm. It depends on which one you feed. And if you feed your spirit, you're gonna reap blessings. And it's okay. Singleness is not a curse. Singleness is a blessing. Yes, marriage is wonderful. But with everything we get, we got we got to maintain what we obtain. Because <laughs> everything comes with a responsibility. So now you got to mention this. Now, it's, it's a whole, that's a whole nother thing on what it is to be a wife. Mm. A lot of women are used to being a concubine. They ain't know nothing about being a wife. Mm. Whole different ball game. Whole different ball game. Folk want a man and want a husband and don't don't even mop their floors. Mm. Folk talking about they want a husband and your kitchen ain't clean. Mm. Folk talking about they want a husband and they don't know how to cook everything they cook is out of the microwave. <laughs> mm mm. You got to get yourself right. You shouldn't be a burden and be needy. A lot of women are needy. Oh, my man, no, 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 no. I need uh, Isaiah 54. God is your husband. Let's start with that. Mm. How about that? How about God says, I'm your husband? I tell people, God take good care of me. (laughs) (laughs) Real Real talk. I mean... Travel. I just got back from Israel. Yes. This is my second time going into the Holy Land. Phenomenal. I could imagine. I'm 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 relaxing on the Mediterranean. Turquoise, blue water, Ooh. palm trees, soft sand. Mm. I'm in Tel Aviv, Yafo, five star hotel. Mm. I'm a woman of God. The first time I went, I didn't pay a dollar. I tell my testimony. Right. God sent me to Israel. I didn't have to pay for my airfare or hotel. Amazing. I was sponsored to go into the Holy Land. And I was I was told to do the logistics. How fabulous is that? But that's the type of God we serve. That's right. He will give you the desires of your heart. And and it's okay. I, I and, and I just a habit of mine because um I'm so used to even when I do a sermon, just always try to go back to topic. You know. <laughs> and you know, this is you know, it's just a pet peeve of mine. But back with the whole thing with the men and the, um, it's somewhat as if, it's not as if they are, they're predators. Yes. And who would think that a pastor would be a predator? Exactly. And he may have a gift, okay? The gifts and callings, yes, God gives them without repentance. And yes, and then in the church they'll tell you, oh, pray for the man of God. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, if you are struggling in your flesh, then you need to sit yourself down. That's right. That's 
right. Okay. You shouldn't be um, praying P R E Y among God's anointed women. And then they want to tell you, oh, God understands because you are human. I tell them God knew I was a human when he came and rescued me. <laughs> I don't need you to clarify the fact that I'm a human. I'm well aware of my humanity. But I'm also well aware that I can do all things, all things through Christ. See, some of us are saved, saved. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some of us ain't playing church. I'm not playing church. I'm not in this game. I'm only in this game because I met this man. Real talk. That was not me. I am only here because I have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Yes. And when I say he rescued, yes, I've been rescued. And we all have a testimony. Mm-hmm. You know, though the true the true church, again, the ecclesia. And that's what I'm addressing right now. You know, if you in church and you all out of order, then you need to check your walk. That's right. You know, but those of us who hunger and thirst after righteousness. And our desire is to do that which is pleasing in the eyesight of God. And I tell these cats, I said, I only deserve to be, I only desire one man, and that's my husband. That's right. I'm, only, I'm one man's rib. I don't belong to Tommy and Michael and Kevin and Eddie and, and Tyrone <laughs> No, 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 Sampling no, around, no, 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 no. picking up soul ties. No, 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 no. And then you got these um, these pastors. Like I tell people, I I would never ever be under. This is before I started my own ministry. I would never be under a man that didn't have a wife. Right. I understand. Because the word of God said it ain't good for man to be alone. How this man single all these years? He's too comfortable. Why are you so comfortable in being single? Because you got somebody taking care of your needs. That's right. Uh-huh. You got them in the church. They they pass the armor bearer. She cooking his food. They over there washing clothes and mopping his floor. Mm. And they servicing him. Mm. Mm-hmm. Good point. And the Holy Ghost of God told me to mind my business. I said, I, I can hire a private investigator and put you on full blast. Right. Because you know you dirty. <laughs> and I don't want nobody laying hands on me and you just woke out of, woke up out of the bed of fornication. Mm-hmm. I know one one young lady, she was, um, we were ministering to her and uh, me and a, a mighty, mighty man of valor, mighty man of God. And uh, we crossed paths and we were witnessing to this particular individual and she was under the age of 25. This young lady had about, let's say, about four or five kids under the age of 25. Mm-hmm. And she was telling us that her man was the pastor. I was like, what? Whoa. In church in South Jamaica, Queens. Whoa. And he was paying her rent. He had a wife in Queens Village. Oh. I went to her house. And, of course, you know, one of them with the mattress on the floor and uh-huh. clothes in the, um, the green plastic bag type of situation. <laughs> put his suit on. I said, he don't invite you. She said, no. And, you know, and it was her man for years. Ooh. And then the, the whole thing. And and then, then and, um, we have something in Christian Club called, um, here in New York, called The Love Express. The Love Express is a Christian magazine. Mm-hmm. Not in that magazine, I'm sorry. Christian newspaper. I'm sorry. I can't mm-hmm. be correct. It's a newspaper. And, you know, people put, they advertise their church events, you know, convocations and anniversaries and all that kind of stuff. Right. And in this thing, they were they were um, going to um, he was having a service to become the bishop. Okay, mm-hmm. I was like, wow. Mm. And um, this is the type of stuff that goes on. So this man had a wife, and I tell people, you know, really, he didn't care anything, and it just, you know, um, I say spiritually, fornication and adultery. It's a thief. It te- it's, its objective is to take and to rob mm-hmm. and to destroy. That man wasn't con- concerned even 
at all in any way concerned with this woman's eternal salvation at right. all. Right. You know, and um, just his personal gratification that he got based upon her ignorance to the things of God. And um, we witnessed to her, and, and it was, uh, um, you know, it was impactful. I'll use those words. I, I know it was. Uh, if it was you, I know it was. And also, like I said, this mighty, mighty man of God, my father in Christ. Mm-hmm. But what it is is that until a person really comes into that relationship with Jesus, of course, she's concerned with her physical needs. This man was paying her rent, you know. So now we're talking on a whole nother level, mm-hmm. you know, because now we're talking economics. Right. So now you got soul ties com- combined with her economical needs, you know. And these men pray upon they They know what they're doing. You they know right. exactly what to do. Did, did they go after needy women? So they can be the savior. <laughs> it's just, it's real twisted. It's real, real twisted. Because mm-hmm. even years ago, um, I remember someone saying, me, you know, he's still the man of God. You know, we're just going to pray for the man of God. Mm. And, you know, she slept with him and, and he slept with her and he slept with that evangelist and he was with that one. I'm like, mm. whoa, what is that? Mm-hmm. What is that? And I mean, I know the word says, work out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling. But I was, I, me personally, I share with single women that you are not called to be no man's concubine. Right. It is your God-given right to live holy. Holiness is your God-given right. You do not have to compromise yourself for no man, no matter what his title is. Mm -hmm. If he's the apostle and he's trying to get you in bed, he wants to rob virtue from you. That spirit wants to rob you of your virtue. He wants to drain you. And if any man wants to compromise your sanctification, that is not your husband. A man will guard and protect his spiritual virgin. He will not ask you to compromise yourself. That's right. Your husband will not ask you to compromise your walk. And if uh, if you feel intimidated that you got to give a man yourself in that way prematurely, then that's that's not for you. That's not your husband. Because we do not operate according to old standards. We live according to a biblical precept and principle. And yes, it's nice, but the better part is Christ. Right. I I tell people, I choose God again and again and again and again and again and again and again. I don't care what, whatever. You know, this too shall pass. Yes, I, I tell people I ovulated every 30 days like everybody else. Yes, that time and we, we pray more. You know, to you know, maybe call and be around and go do some stuff and volunteer your services, however that may manifest itself. So those that means different things to different people. Yes. But whatever you know, whatever it is, in other words, that means do your assignment. Whatever your assignment, you're an intercessor, or, or if you're part of the evangelism team, do that. Whatever it is you're called to do, if you're an administrator, then do that. Whatever that may be for you. You know, but. It's a beautiful walk, and it's a beautiful journey. It's, it's wonderful to be used by God because you give your life away. You know, you pour yourself out, and God does a refilling in you. I've been, you know, and then the doors that God, I mean, for me personally, I, I've walked, you know, in some phenomenal, amazing um, experiences. And... Um, I deem it a privilege and an honor 
and that's when the word where the word says the love of God constrains us. Mm-hmm. It's just that love because I, I I've never been loved like this. I I reiterate that over and over again. You know, just feeling His uh, abiding peace and all of that. Yeah. You know, to be set free, to be delivered, to no longer have you know things gnawing at me, to be complete, to be whole, right. to no longer have that void in my spirit, and to be filled up with the Holy Ghost. To be drunk in the spirit. Most don't know that. Most don't know that feeling. They claim it or profess. They they don't know it. And you can tell by the way they carry themselves, by the way they live, what's important to them, what they focus on. They give it away that they're not there as far as feeling that complete love. Well, the love of God is is God is love. Let's start with that. Mm-hmm. So God is love. They have to receive the love. And that comes from, you know, spending time again. Um, to take time to, you have to spend time with God. You got to spend time in the Word. The Word is alive. Right? It's not a regular book. The Bible is a, it's a Word alive. And as you embrace that and allow, you have to you have to come to God as a little child. And people need to be mentored. People need to come under leadership. I'll repeat that because we have to learn to live according to a Christian culture, and that has to be taught. You know, that's where quote unquote the mothers of the church come in. But not, a, I don't even want to hit that one. I'm gonna be that long. But <laughs> that's a statement. I'll leave that statement right there. You know, and then learning how to um, carry yourself as a virtuous woman. No, we don't. We shouldn't look like the world, you know. Um, and 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 again, our teacher, real talk. The teacher is the Holy Ghost. God will talk to you. Let me tell you something. When people listen, <laughs> if you are humbling yourself, God is not hiding nowhere. He wants intimacy from the time he from Adam. Adam walked with God. What are we saying here? He wants intimacy with you. And if you want God, you draw an eye to me, and I'll draw an eye to you. Mm-hmm. I remember God told me to take, didn't no man have to come tell me to clean out my closet? Mm. When I first came into the kingdom, Holy Ghost said, you got to change your wardrobe. Right. And people tell me, you don't know that dress all up your thigh? You ain't come, real, really? And I'll never forget God. I said, well, Lord. I'll give it. He said, no, 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 I don't want you to give it away. Throw it down the incinerator. At that time, I was living in the car. Throw it down the incinerator. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Did nobody come and say, oh, you got to do so-and-so? No, God, you know, he'll convict you of some stuff. <laughs> wow. It's Pro- a beautiful war. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think it was so offensive for me when, okay, I know who I am, and I know what has been done in my life by God, for me, all these beautiful things. And now, here I go to date another Christian and and they got the same game as the man in the world. <laughs> right. Right. You're making no progress. <laughs> and you're pulling yourself yeah. down. You expect that from the men in the world, mm-hmm. but these people in church, I remember one guy, my friend of mine, and she loved the Lord, but she really, you know, she's a babe in Christ. Mm-hmm. And this guy she used to date, he in the church, he passed the armor bearer. He's the armor bearer in the church. Big church in Manhattan. And she only let him and gave him a pass because she knew he was involved in ministry. Man, this man would leave that church, go to her, get drink his white liquor, drink and all that, one lay up with her, and then got to, you know, use the mouthwash, take a shower, oh, I got to get back to the church. Mm. I'd be like, who are you fooling, though? Mm. And she was like, you know, I only let him back in my life because I thought, you know, that he had committed himself to the ministry. And this is the type of foolishness that goes on. So my whole thing is that um, 
to have a standard. And yes, you know, we all want a husband, but at what cost? Right. See, I want that divine covenant partner. And until such time that God does that divine connection, I am contented in the lifestyle in which God has placed me in. And even the Apostle Paul talks about that. <laughs> and, um, yeah, but it's all good. It's all good. And, again, um, I thank you so much for allowing me to share my heart because I know how I felt, you know, oh, he's a pastor, oh, he's a bishop, you know, <laughs> the man of God. You know, especially in the non-denominational churches. Right. You know, and even in some of the denominations, you know. Oh, you know, like he's the untouchable type thing. You know, like whatever he says, like E.F. Hutton. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, that type of thing. And I'm like, no, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But when you come down off of that a day, are you living the word you preach? Right. You can talk it, but can you walk it? And um, that's why a lot of people, you know, are turned off by, quote, unquote, you know, the the church. But I, I, I explain to people, the church are those who have committed their souls. We are the church. It's not the building. It's not the denomination. I am the church, you know, because... The Holy Ghost lives in me. For those who are, you know, the ecclesia, the called out ones of God, those who have uh, had a a transitional, um, a born-again experience, a renewing, a refreshing. Yes. You know, and that's the true church, you know. And but even in that, I'll, I'll thank you, Holy Ghost. God just said to me, but we do realize that the wheat and the tears shall go together. You know, because yes, we do need teaching. Yes, we do need to be baptized. Yes, there's so many things that we get because the gifts and calling are for the edification of the body of Christ. And we can't stop all of these different things from coming in, but we don't have to link up with the nonsense. And I'm talking on that level of leadership as far as because that's what was approaching me. But even if you, a man is in the church and he's just a, a church member, mm-hmm. you know, again, we don't have to compromise. And, and to me, that's a red flag. As soon as somebody's trying to get in my pants, that's a red flag. Yep. That's a big I'm red like, flag. You know what? I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. You know, you go ahead with that. That's your issue. That's not my issue. You know, and... um there's no pleasure in sin. I don't get pleasure in that. And I, I'll say that too. Like, even, you know, the years I fell, I fell when I turned 40. I said, okay, I'm going to go with this dude, dude for my past, right? And and I slept with him. And I was miserable. I kept saying, I'm going to go to hell, you know? Mm-hmm. So, of course, I couldn't even have an orgasm. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> all I kept thinking about, I'm going to go to hell. Right. Right, and I and I just started crying, you know, Lord God, I'm so sorry. And boohoo cried, and I said, Well, I guess I'll marry him. Mm-hmm. And no lie, that morning I woke up six o'clock in the morning. Um, turned on a man of God called A.R. Bernard. Turned on the radio, and Doctor Bernard said, "Somebody out there is thinking about getting married." God said, "That's not your husband." <laughs> wow. And then that same day, the same exact day, this is like a sign and a wonder. I turned on the television to look at Joyce Myers, 10 o'clock or whatever. Turned on the TV. She said, somebody out there in TV land is thinking about getting married. That's not, I said, well, I guess we don't have to say no more. <laughs> God didn't want me to add insult to injury. You know, I made a mistake, but he didn't want me to make a major mistake and then marry this fool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, and just went back on and just left that alone, disconnected with that and went on with my my life for sanctification, that's the end of it, you know? Yes. And um, people don't realize that sex is spiritual. Oh, talk on that. Nothing. Talk, go deep. People don't realize every time you lay with a man that you are not married to, 
you are taking in his spirits and those demons. Mm. That's why people are off balance because they're sleeping with too many people taking in all of these spirits. Sexual intercourse is not a, just a physical act. It is a spiritual act. You take on other people's spirits. And now the woman is acting crazy and they do ADV and all of this, <laughs> angry and don't know why they frustrated and angry and all kind of stuff is manifesting all over the place. All kind of perversion. Because spirit is linking up with spirit. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so that's a, that's a whole nother dimension. Mm. So... You got you. You just gotta allow yourself those whom this message is for to receive good, solid foundation in your life. Foundation is so important. Even when you build a house, the first thing they do is dig a hole and pour foundation. <laughs> foundation is steel and cement. You gotta have a strong foundation, and you know the word says, "My sheep hear my voice, and the voice of a stranger they will not follow." You know right from wrong. You know, and it's just like who who do you what do you do? Uh, the word says, "My people are lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God." What do you want more? And you got to ask yourself these things. That's right. You know, and um, remember, we serve a God of judgment. And remember, everything we do is being recorded. The angels are recording those who I'm talking to right mm-hmm. now. You know, I'm talking to a specific people, and I already know that. And it's okay. And I know sometimes in church they try to make you feel like, you know, we get the Christian hug, and I tell people I've gone months without no physical contact. That's right. You know, not a hug, nothing, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And be careful who you allow to speak into your spirit. Don't let everybody speak into your spirit. Right. You know, um, I purposely, me personally, I'm very careful when I speak to women, especially married women, sometimes they can be a little insensitive to the single. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about their husband, their husband, this way, you know, uh, husband don't even have a name. He just husband. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know, and, um, and I say a wise married woman would be very careful how she handles single women in the church because everybody not sold out to Christ. And watch yourself, you know, because everybody that's all these single women, because you talk too much, she may just go speak because we got the opposite also. We got Jezebel's and the devil, she got mm-hmm. her husband also, so you got to be very, very wise. But back on topic, you know, I'm very careful, and I try my best not to talk to these insensitive, silly women who don't know how to um, just be um, be gracious, you know, and... Um, I've been so blessed that I I have friends who also have determined to live for God in righteousness and in truth. You know, um, they don't, they're not messy, you know, and um, it's again, um, it's a responsibility. It's a responsibility. Very big one. And, and just because, um, I don't like using that word all my just because he may be an image of the desire of your heart mm-hmm. does not mean that he is for you. And we are called to love God first, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, and all your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. In that, Always love God first. Love God above your desire. 
Love God above your passion. And that heartbeat of God will manifest itself in your life. And you'll just see some things that others may not be privy of. Because God is not silly. <laughs> and he will, which means he will give you, he will give you indication of additional gifts and talents. And he'll just put you on assignment to do some other stuff. Isaiah 54. It's a beautiful walk. And I know sometimes we walk in these churches and they kind of treat you some it's different the way. Now, this I've seen. When you walk in with a husband, they treat you different than when you walk in as a single. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, so that's a whole nother thing. But, um, okay, you're going to hear me say this again, back on topic. <laughs> I just want to say really quick that you can go in as a married couple and they treat you different, especially as a woman. But then some churches are so wicked that that married woman can come back to a service the next week or months. And they know she's married mm-hmm. and will now begin to try to treat her like she's a single woman. The fangs come out. Mm, um, okay. Okay. Um, now, I, 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 I haven't seen that. But there are... Okay, I'm, I'm going to hit this real quick. Mm-hmm. There are churches where God has called thicker Bob, which means that's not, you know, the, the Spirit of God is not in that place. Right. They open for business. They got their five hundred one c three. The Holy Ghost not there. Right. So I'm not. I'm not talking about that. That. That's you know. That is what it is. Yeah, I guess that's what I'm speaking about. In that, yeah. That's just that's just a building focus, just doing an action. But it's not ordained of God. Mm -hmm. They called themselves, and I've even experienced that. You know, just on a little bit. I've had people say to me, "Oh." um, at the time, I was a prophet. I mean, I am a prophet, but I, I wasn't ordained yet as a pastor. Right. Old prophetess, you know, we can um, get our 501c3 and open up a church. And I look at these people like they're crazy. I'm like, no, because obviously that person is not born again, you know. They're just doing it as a, a thing because they want that non-for-profit status, you know. So um, there's so many um variables out here but I always say the Holy Ghost is well able because the the overseer and the keeper of the church is the Holy Ghost of God upon this rock I build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it Jesus Christ is our chief cornerstone you see so those who are born again Nicodemus came to Jesus, to, you know, he was a Sadducee, a Pharisee, and he came and he said, well, how can I, you know, get to this level? Because he recognized that Jesus was so anointed and was tapped into third heaven rhema. And Jesus said, you must be born again. He said, well, I, how can I return into my mother's womb? He said, no, was born of the flesh is of the flesh, was born of the spirit is of God. The spirit man has to be born again, mm-hmm. you know, and so that's the difference in some people. The true church is of God, and then we have, you know, the um, we with the, with the New Age Church. You know, when they say, "Oh, all churches are the same," no, they're not. We are not all the same. When they say there's one general God, no, there's not. I, I'm very specific on what God I serve. I serve the God of Abraham, the God of Moses, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. That's the God I serve. Everybody don't serve the same God. So we're even, I'm going to just say this word real quick, one world order. Mm-mm. And those, those who I'm talking to know what I'm talking about. We can't submit to that because we know in whom we have believed. 
the true and living God. The true and living God. But again, um, if you love me, obey me. Yes. And it's okay to go on a date. It's okay to um, have fellowship with the opposite sex, because that's another thing. I was in churches and holiness churches, and they told us that, you know, for, for the most part, quote-unquote, as if the husband was going to knock on your door and go, hi, I'm husband. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and this is how, you know, we were just taught to just be in church. We went to, you know, Sunday service, morning night service. We was in Wednesday service, Wednesday Bible study, Friday night ministry study. We was about in our different auxiliaries. We just spent, and then you in Bible college, and that's what you did, you know. But I teach people, no, you are called to have a balanced life. It's okay to go on a date because how are you going to meet people? I mean, I don't think your husband going to just knock on your door and say, here I am, I'm husband. Right. <laughs> you know, but there's ministries that kind of promote that type of stuff. But, um, again, you don't have to be caught just meeting people and, and as you always say, you know, feeling their energy and really asking God to give you discernment yes. on who this individual is and what is their walk. And um, again, I'll reiterate, don't get caught up with a title, you know, and um, I've had people who preach the gospel can preach the paint off the wall. <laughs> and preach, I mean, preach, you know, souls get saved, all of that. And get off that a day and try to go to the hotel with me. Wow. Really? This is real talk, though. Well, I've rebuked pastors and said, you are out of order. So, and you see God use these people mightily. But again, I will not, I'm not, that's not what I, I'm not, no. Mm-mm. No, no, I don't want to be. I, I'm called to be one thing, and I tell single women, you are called to be one thing, and that is wife. You are nobody's jump off, mm-hmm. nobody's side piece. In the word, it means you're not a concubine. No. You you called to be a wife or a wise virgin. Done. And that's if you, again, um those that are hungering and thirsting after God. Those that want that that flow. Those that are eternal. I remember years ago we used to say we want to be rapture ready. That's a good and term. All, if, the rapture, if, the, if the rapture took place right now, are you ready to go see God? Rapture ready. See, I, I believe in, you know, now they, they try to preach people happy. I tell people you come Come to my ministry. I'm not going to talk about no house and no car. You can go to credit union and take care of that. You got your Equifax, your experience, your, your credit score good, you're going to get you a car. And trust me, I can go get you a mortgage. I did. I worked in the mortgage industry for 25 years, okay? My objective is um, holiness, sanctified lifestyle, sanctification, Come humbly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy. And even now while I'm speaking, if you're speaking with a man right now and you with a man and you in the bed of fornication and you in the bed of adultery, you don't have to stay there. God can forgive you right now. You can turn from that action and turn from your wicked ways. God will place that iniquity. If you come truly to God with a heart of repentance and say, God, I want to serve you. I want to serve you right, Lord. I want to live a clean life, Father. I no longer want to be in the bed of iniquity. God will forgive you right now. You can just cut it off. The Holy Ghost knows. Before me and me alone have you committed this iniquity. God will make a way for you. God is able. He is Jehovah Jireh. God will pay your rent. I even decree right now 
as you make a determination, I come in agreement with God for your very life. That as you submit to God, he will open up new doors of opportunity on your behalf. Walk away and watch God move. Try God. I guarantee God will give you the better part. The former and the latter rain will be manifest in your life. And you'll be able to testify that God is able. Hallelujah. And we thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity, Lord God, yes. to uplift your holy name in the atmosphere. Father God, we thank you for the spirit of deliverance, Lord God. Father God, we ask, Lord God, for the listeners, Lord God, that your word would be planted in good soil in their hearts, Lord God, and bring forth good fruit, Lord God. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for your spirit of truth, Lord God, being manifest this evening. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Shalom. Make sure to check out the boldest blog at landscurve.com and follow Scurve on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube under Lance Scurve.